In conversation with an academic advisor from the Academic Resource Center, we'll discuss the importance of establishing balance through time management and goal setting to essentially ensure that your break remains a time to decompress, relax, and unwind. This is making the most of break. Thank you listeners for joining us. My name is Kay Kelly Jr. and I'm a career advisor in the Duke University Career Center I'm for the Discovery and Expression Career Community. And I'm super excited to be speaking with Dr. Darla Swan, who's a staff psychologist and learning consultant in the Academic Resource Center. Thank you for joining us, um, Darla. Thank you so much for having me, Kay. Awesome. So in our conversation before, you know, we talked about the purpose of us actually doing this podcast episode um, and partnering with the Academic Resource Center was to foster some sort of conversation about how students can create the most impact during um, an academic break, essentially in exploring their major and also a potential industry or career field of interest. Um, so we, we also wanted to hear from you to get your take on a couple of concepts like professional goal setting, time management and prioritization and balance as well too, and how that plays a role in essentially thinking through those types of tasks and doing them successfully over break. So with your insight, would you mind sharing um, your kind of experience with advising Duke students, whether they be first years all the way up to seniors, about what the benefits of learning how to effectively set goals um, is and how, how that's really beneficial for them? Yes, absolutely. Um, there are a lot of benefits to goal setting. And many of us do set goals naturally in our, in our mind's eye. We don't necessarily think that we're setting goals, but very often we have uh, long-term and intermediate-term goals that we're working on. For example, graduating with a Duke degree. Um, but one of the things that's typically um, human beings kind of overlook is the more immediate and short-term goal setting. Um, and the reason why that's so important is because when we set specific goals for ourselves on a daily and weekly and monthly basis, it helps us clarify what is meaningful to us, what our priorities are. It helps us to sort of get some clarity around our decision-making in terms of how we wanna use our time and structure our time, um, both productive time as well as, you know, quote unquote, free time or relaxation and downtime. Down and it can help us stay motivated um, with, you know, something that we're moving towards. Um, and excuse me, you know, I also think that when we set goals and then we achieve them, there's a lot of personal satisfaction that goes in with that. And that that cycle of sort of um, getting satisfaction from a goal that's been achieved can keep, keep us motivated. So there's a lot of research um, just in general in the human productivity literature, as well as mental health and psychological literature that talks about the importance of goal setting um, specifically for um, productivity both personally as well as professionally for people. So it is um, something that um, works really well um, in terms of keeping people focused and, and clear on what's important to them. Exactly, and, and I agree, especially with what you said about setting goals makes us feel like we've accomplished something, it makes us feel good about ourselves. And so when thinking about you know, prioritizing those things and how to do that, what does you know, an essentially achievable or substantial goal sort of look like for a student when they're thinking through that process? Well, one of the ways that we can help ourselves to meet goals is actually to make them um, 
what we call SMART goals. And SMART is actually an acronym and it's nice and easy to remember. So what you want to think about is these letters. So the S in SMART stands for specific. So our goals need to be specific. We need to think through the who, what, when, where, and how of those goals and how those are gonna be accomplished. And one of the pieces that I think is hard for a lot of people is the, the M, which is the measurable part. So making something measurable and concretizing it so that we have direct evidence that we've made forward progress is really important um, because we need to recognize and then reward ourselves when we're making forward progress. But sometimes, you know, sometimes we're making movement and we don't even realize it because we haven't been sort of monitoring our progress or, or putting those um, uh, goals for ourselves in measurable terms. So that is something I'm going to challenge people to learn how to do is to put their goals in more measurable terms. Um, the A in SMART stands for attainable. And that is that your goal should be something that you are actually able to do within the resources and, that you currently have and the context that you're currently operating under. Um, so for example, um, I recently started jogging, um, and if I set a goal for myself to go from couch potato to a mile, uh, <laughs> that probably isn't going to be really attainable for me, right? I'm going to have to set smaller incremental goals for myself until I can get to the mile and the mile might be like a more intermediate or longer term goal. Um, but it needs, so you need, when you want to set something that's attainable or else it's going to be kind of demotivating instead of motivating. Right. Um, okay, the R in SMART stands for relevant. And this is, you know, this is important, right? It, it, it right. speaks to what is valuable to you right now? What is important for you right here, right now, and in the next couple of days or weeks? What is relevant and um, will help you move forward towards your larger goals? So we get like the smaller goals and the, the medium goals that help us move towards our larger goals. So the relevance is really important. And the final uh, letter, which is the T in SMART, stands for time bound. Um, that means also that when we set a specific goal for ourselves, we need to have a time frame or a target date in mind for those goals. Um, and that keeps us on track. So try to keep in mind the acronym SMART when you're designing a goal for yourself. Awesome. And Darl, that's actually a really cool point because a lot of times when we're talking with students about, you know, think about their job search or um, identifying their skill sets and their values, we're talking about some of the, some of those smart goals essentially too in their in their process of identifying those things. And so when you end it on um, that concept of time, that actually leads us in sort of this next question of how do you essentially balance time management when you're kind of trying to work through the process of setting setting that measurable goal, that attainable goal. So how, how is that sort of balance struck with, with time management and doing that? Well, you know, it's sort of the, that's sort of the sweet spot, right? That's where the magic happens. And, and getting good at time management is a practice that every human needs to kind of cultivate yeah. over time. Um, I'm sure you, we've all had that experience of, of moving along this continuum, I think, of being not so great at time management. I certainly was not when I was an undergrad. 
Um, but with time and new experiences and new jobs and grad school, you know, I kept getting better at it. Um, I think that, you know, there's no perfect formula for balancing these things, right? We all have competing roles, competing demands in our lives um, that at different times may take priority and at other times something else might take priority. And so kind of learning how to, to manage those and, and stay kind of aware of, of where you are at any one time. There's a lot of, um, a big part of this I think is being like reflective and self-aware, like you mentioned earlier, Kay, when you are talking with students about doing that career exploration, um, you know, is kind of being aware. And some of that is gonna be time bound. For example, you might be thinking, gosh, I have winter break and I would really love to get some movement going on thinking about how I'm gonna spend next summer. You know, whether that be a research project or an internship or doing some, uh, you know, in, um, some cold calling through the alumni network with some alumni in my area who, who live near here or having some lunch or Zoom appointments, you know, whatever it is going on, there's going to be some time element and uh, to make sure that you're prepared for that next step, right, so that you can be ready to have that internship in the summer or have that research position. Um, you know, so many times I think that when you put down those time frames, it can help keep you directed again, kind of help keep you focused on what do I need to, to achieve in order to reach this bigger goal. Right, and that's excellent too. And you, you've actually said some like really strong keywords that I heard was sort of prioritizing, managing those those priorities. And then the, the first thing that I thought about, and you brought up a great example of talking about, you know, doing informational interviews and networking. Sometimes having a conversation with either um, a trusted mentor, a faculty member, or even a peer who's had um, a little bit more experience, that can be the small tick mark off of that list of meeting again, like you said, that larger goal and prioritizing that as just the, the small scalable starting place to get to that internship, that job opportunity, or either um, identifying what you want to major in. That's that's important too. So I know personally, I appreciated that call out to understanding how to prioritize those things is really important. And so I, I kind of want to steer towards this other you know, side of prioritization. There's always this sort of thing on your shoulder called procrastination. So how do you <laughs> kind of overcome that urge of, you know, you, you create a list and you see, okay, I've got a lot to do and I want to, you know, prioritize in my break rest as well too. So how do you kind of deal with procrastination and sort of overcome the urge to put things off and um, do something else instead? How do you kind of, again, strike a balance, but also deal with procrastination? Um, that's a great question. Um, you know, 95% of us procrastinate at some time in our days and our weeks. Um, it's kind of a little bit of human nature. Yeah. Um, and again, I think that being aware of our procrastination habits is a really important part of being able to kind of come up with an anti-procrastination strategy for ourselves. And I, but I also think that, um, that having the goals and the priorities help with the um, procrastination also. So these things, I think it's important to understand that these things are like interconnected concepts that work together sort of synergistically. 
Right. Um, so all of these things that we're talking about today, the, the goal setting, prioritizing, and time management work in concert with one another to help us stay focused, stay motivated, move towards things that are important to us. Exactly. Um, and that being said, we're still going to be tempted, right? There are going to be things that are going to sort of maybe pull us away, pull us off track a little bit from what we know is really more important to us. And those are those distractions. And those are those things that tend to lead into procrastination. Um, I don't know if I want to share my guilty pleasures, you know, on the podcast about the things that that pull me off um, procrastination. I won't mention Pinterest um, on this podcast. Um, but occasionally it happens. And right. um, I think that one, we need to forgive ourselves, you know, because we're humans, uh, there's that. Um, but we also do need to be realistic about how often is that happening and, and to what degree is it impacting our achievement towards those goals? Right. Um, I think that um, I think that the other thing is that there's different reasons why you procrastinate. So, Mm-hmm. Um, so for example, you know, sometimes we procrastinate because we feel like a task that we need to do is, is too big right. or it's too hard, or it just feels sort of scary and unfamiliar and, and we're worried that we can't face it or that we'll fail, or we won't be able to do it as well as we'd like to, right. because there are a few perfectionists on this campus, believe it or not. I know that might be hard to believe, um, but there really are. And, um, and that can sometimes get in the way um, of moving forward. Um, the other things that, I, you know, certainly we meet with students regularly here in the Academic Resource Center like you, Kay, and I'm sure you've seen that um, sometimes the issue with procrastination is, is not having um, a plan or sort of not being organized enough. Right. And that sometimes is difficult for students. I know you help students do that over in the Career Center. We certainly help students do that all the time over here in the Academic Resource Center. Um, sometimes they just need a partner, you know, people, and, and, and all humans kind of need a partner, right? When we're setting goals. And for example, if I, you know, want to lose weight, which I do, um, I'm going to enlist a friend who's going to be a teammate and a cheerleader for me who's aware of what my goals are and is going to support me. Um, And is also, you know, the other things that can really help is actually the writing things down when you actually write goals down in those specific smart terms that we talked about earlier. Um, The research is overwhelmingly says that when humans write things down, they're more likely to uh, not procrastinate and to kind of keep on those, on those goals that they set for themselves. So there's kind of a multi, so my answer to your question is sort of multifactorial because it kind of does depend a little bit on what's driving the procrastination. So there are different methods to kind of combat that. Um, And, you know, uh, I always invite students to come over to the Academic Resource Center to meet with a learning consultant if procrastination is an issue that they're struggling with. Absolutely, absolutely. And you you mentioned um, uh, something that was really interesting to me too of thinking through having a partner in your process. So goal setting isn't something you have to do alone. And I think that's one of the things we try to encourage students to as well in the career centers. When you come here, find some accountability partners, find um, what we're trying to term uh, the new the new workforce, find some helpful humans, find somebody who's willing to stick with you during the process, 
whether it be a mentor, um, you might, you know, gain a mentor through an informational interview and keep them, keep them with you, involve them in your goal setting, involve them in the, in the things that you said or, or hope to do, and then see how that goes. And that can kind of, like you said, deter moments of distraction or procrastination or thinking, okay, this is too much. I've bitten off more that I can chew. Having that, um, that partner for accountability is, is really helpful. Absolutely. And, you know, I think that human beings were relational creatures. Mm-hmm. So when we are doing things in relation with another human being and we're getting that support and we're getting that mentorship and that understanding, uh, we do better. We're not meant to be, we're not meant to live in this world alone and to, right. to face all of these challenges by ourselves. And, you know, the nice thing about Duke is there's so many resources for students here. They never, ever have to be alone. Exactly. Exactly. Well, well, thank you, Darla, so much for your contribution and offering such helpful insights and information. Um, and thank you again to all of our listeners who tuned in. So for more information on professional goal setting or career major exploration, please feel free to visit the Career Center website and feel free to connect with professionals in the Academic Resource, uh, Resource Center. So uh, thank you again to everybody. And thank you again, Darla, for your time. Thank you for having me, Kay.